Colombian coffee's July production drop puts country in reverse. Colombian coffee production dropped 22% in July, according to Federacion de Cafeteros, who represent the country's growers' association. Exports are down by circa 1% compared to this time last year, to 6.9 million 60 kilograms bags. In July, registered production of coffee in Colombia, the world's largest producer of washed mild Arabica, fell 22% to 944,060 kilograms bags of green coffee, compared with the more than 1.2 million bags produced in the same month in 2021. Year to date, January to July, production reached almost 6.4 million bags down 8% from just over 6.9 million bags produced in the same period previously. In the last 12 months, August 2021 to July 2022, production was over 12 million bags, down 10% from the nearly 13.4 million bags harvested the previous year. And in the coffee year, October 2021 to July 2022, production declined to nearly 9.9 million bags, down 12% from nearly 11.3 million a year ago. Abix developed sensory analysis methodology for instant coffee. For several decades, Brazil has been the world's largest producer and exporter of instant coffee. The country also has the world's largest instant coffee production capacity, with up to 132,000 tons per year. Exports to 100 countries reached record levels in 2019, 2020, and 2021, with annual volumes exceeding 4 million bags. With a 5% share of total coffee consumption in Brazil, instant coffee has seen an average growth of 3.5% per year since 2016. The total amount consumed today is equivalent to 1 million bags of green coffee per year. Bar Talks reported recently that, due to unpredictable weather conditions, shipping bottlenecks, and the war in Ukraine, some consumers have turned to Robusta coffee as a cheaper substitute, which presents an even greater opportunity for Brazil as much of its land can be used to grow the coffee variant that is typically used to produce instant coffee. In order to compete with the growing global competition, the instant coffee industry has incorporated new technologies and expanded its industrial capacity. Over 25 different types of international certifications audit its manufacturing processes, including good environmental and social sustainable practices and processes, bioterrorism preparedness, kosher and halal concepts. The Brazilian Soluble Coffee Industry Association, ABICS, in collaboration with the Institute of Food Technology, ITAL, developed a sensory analysis methodology that proposes quality standards for instant coffee. The development of ABIX methodology began in 2019 with the participation of experts from all instant coffee industries in operation in Brazil, using the most popular instant brands in the Brazilian market as well as from abroad. The innovative and pioneering sensory analysis methodology classifies the cup based on its attributes and intensity rather than scores or points. The methodology was first publicly discussed at the Green Coffee Summit in January 2022 a virtual space for people involved in the green coffee trade to find information about coffee markets. Bruno Giestas, commercial director of Real Cafe Soluble do Brazil, and director of Abix presented Instant Coffee, creating domestic and export market value and opportunities at the event. This concept enables customers to choose coffees based on their preferences, including the method of consumption. 
Customers can then determine which products slash coffees are best suited for black coffee, milk blends, cappuccinos, drinks, gastronomy, and the like. Abix is a member of the global coffee platform, GCP, and 4C, and has collaboration agreements with coffee growers' entities to develop digital platforms for traceability and sustainability, with carbon balance to come soon, and to offer those tools to coffee growers. India's coffee exports hit $1 billion mark for the first time. The government of India has been witnessing a steady rise in its coffee export. From 1960 to 2021, India's coffee export increased 12-fold in quantity, and the value of the coffee export has risen 760 times in the same time period. India's Press Information Bureau, PIB, stated that coffee exports in the year 2021 to 2022 have reached $1 billion for the first time. According to the World Coffee Forum, India is the seventh biggest coffee producer in the world. Coffee plants are largely grown in southern India, with Karnataka being the biggest coffee-producing region with 70% of the share of India's total output. Other regions lag far behind, with Kerala as the second biggest producer accounting for 23% of the total production. Other notable coffee-growing regions are Tamil Nadu and Orissa. Famed for its monsoon-processed coffee, India's Arabica is popular around the world and also sets a high premium in the global market. Piyush Goyal, Minister of Commerce and Industry said, The world is waking up with Indian coffee. Our coffee growers and exporters have enabled record exports of coffee, amounting to over a billion dollars. The country produces both Arabica and Robusta. Arabica has a higher market value, while Robusta is the majorly produced variety of coffee, accounting for 72% of total output. Tea is still the top beverage of choice in India, with many of its people starting their day with a cup of it. Tea in India is not just a beverage, it's a feeling, and it binds us all, said the Minister of Commerce and Industry during the 69th Foundation Day of Tea Board India on 1 April. However, the coffee market is seeing growth as well. Mukesh Ambani, the second richest person in India, recently announced that he is introducing his fellow countrymen to create a manzar on franchise terms. Canada-based, Tim Hortons has also expressed interest in growing its brand in India. According to IBEF, the industry provides direct employment to more than 2 million people in India. Since coffee is mainly an export commodity for India, domestic demand and consumption do not drastically impact the prices of coffee. Italy, Germany, Belgium and Russia are the largest importers of coffee from India, with an average total share of about 45%. The other importing countries are Libya, Poland, Jordan, Malaysia, the US, Slovenia and Australia. JDE Pete's posts increase net profit in half-year 2022. Dutch coffee and tea company JDE Pete's recently reported an increase in net profits for mid-2022. The company posted a net profit of 508 million euros, 516.5 million US dollars, compared with 382 million euros, circa 517.5 million US dollars, for the year earlier. Contrary to the company's forecast of a lower profit of 325 euros, sales have increased.
Fabian Simon, JDE Peets, CEO said. Halfway through 2022, we delivered very well on our commitments, despite unprecedented economic and geopolitical disruptions, exacerbated by the tragic war in Ukraine. Our strong set of results is a testament to the resilient growth profile of JDE Peets, supported by powerful brands, leading market positions and talented teams around the world. Sales of organic products were up 15.7%. Organic EBIT decreased by 2.1% to 631 million euros, due to increased investments in advertising, digital and emerging market capabilities. Simon added that realizing growth was not the only goal that Peets achieved. The sustainability agenda is one of the company's main objectives, as it tries to lift the industry standard by targeting its goal of 80% responsibly sourced coffee by the end of 2022 and 100% by 2025. The company further minimized its carbon footprint by increasing the use of renewable electricity in manufacturing in the first half of 2022. Responsible sourcing and carbon footprint reduction, together with connecting people, are two of the three pillars of the company's Common Ground Sustainability Program. Through this program, JDE Peets has embarked on a journey built on authenticity, to support inclusive and regenerative behaviors from farm to cup and to embrace circular practices across the entire value chain, the company's CEO Simon said. Based on the progress made in the first half of 2022, we remain confident to reach our full-year outlook while we continue to navigate, with humility and agility, the unpredictable inflationary environment, geopolitical unrest and ongoing effects of the pandemic. JDE Peets continues to expect double-digit organic sales growth, with disciplined price adjustment for inflation, while targeting a stable level of gross profit year-on-year. The company will continue to invest in its people and in strategic growth opportunities while keeping an eye on other cost items. It is also expecting a free cash flow of at least 1 billion euros, circa 1.02 billion US dollars. Probat to train nine apprentices. The roaster market is fiercely competitive, and although Probat is a great brand, the company must continue to innovate. Founded in 1868, Probat has grown to employ more than 1,000 people worldwide. To give new talent a chance and to keep finding new ways to innovate, the company has taken on nine new apprentices. This year, the traditional welcome took place in the new conference rooms in Probat's museum gallery in Emmerich am Rhein. The company welcomed the trainees with the introduction of the trainers and a representative of the Works Council. Probat CEO Vim Abang addressed the trainees with a speech, in which he remembered his first day at Probat when he said, I can still remember very well the excitement I felt on my first day at work you will certainly feel the same today. And indeed, an exciting phase of your life lies ahead of you, because training is also always a time of searching and finding. We will accompany you on this path, with the aim of retaining you and taking you on in the long term, as part of the now very large team at the Emmerich site. Over the next three years, the newcomers will undergo their training as industrial clerks, industrial mechanics, electronics technicians for industrial engineering, IT specialists for system integration, and IT specialists for application development. The CEO also emphasized the importance of change and transformation in Probat's corporate culture, and the role of trainees in this. Probat has evolved substantially since its conception more than 150 years ago, which signifies that the company doesn't act today like it did then. 
Abang stressed the ability of the company to adapt to changes and to make changes quickly. He also said that employees should get involved and never let themselves be slowed down. The company values innovative and creative minds that help it remain adaptable in the future. This year, Probat launched the new Neptune 1000 drum roaster, which has a capacity of 1000 kilograms per hour and fills the gap between roasters with a capacity of 500 kilograms per hour and 1500 kilograms per hour. It can also be connected to the Cropster software, a monitoring and management tool for roasteries. The machine is only one of the many that demonstrate both Probat's mechanical engineering and digital technology solutions, which the newcomers will have to deal with during their training. Saudi Coffee Company, Culinary Arts Commission Advocate for Saudi Coffee Heritage Saudi Coffee Company, a subsidiary of the Public Investment Fund created to transform Saudi Arabia's Coffee Arabica into a global product, recently announced a collaboration agreement with the Culinary Arts Commission. A fairly young Saudi government body established only in February 2020, the commission seeks to promote and preserve Saudi Arabia's unique and diverse culinary heritage. The collaboration will aid in the promotion of Saudi Arabia's coffee product as one rooted in the past, present, and future of Saudi society. It will honor the country's coffee heritage, promote the national coffee industry and empower local talent. The heritage of Arabic coffee is well established, as evidenced by the fact that it was inscribed on the UNESCO representative list of the intangible cultural heritage of humanity, in 2015. It is currently one of the only two cultural heritage items listed under the coffee concept, along with Turkish coffee culture and tradition. Even Italy, which sought to have espresso recognized on the UNESCO list, was unsuccessful in its attempts. Signed in Riyadh by Saudi Coffee Company CEO Raja Al-Harbai and Culinary Arts Commission CEO Maeda Badr, the agreement's terms include collaborative work across various platforms including content creation to document and illustrate Saudi Arabia's coffee traditions, book and film projects, knowledge sharing to enable coffee farmers and experts to develop a world-class product. They also seek marketing, sponsorship, and merchandising opportunities to market Saudi Arabia's coffee beans more widely and have Coffee Arabica recognized as a Saudi product, as well as streamlining of licensing processes for coffee experts. Raja Al-Harbai, CEO, Saudi Coffee Company said. Saudi Coffee Company is ramping up our efforts to be a leader in developing the coffee industry in Saudi and celebrating coffee heritage, with the Culinary Arts Commission. This agreement is a major step that will help us communicate our values and message to the public. We look forward to fulfilling the terms of our partnership with the Commission. Maeda Badr, CEO, Culinary Arts Commission added. Our cooperation agreement with Saudi Coffee Company aligns with our mission to share the richness of our culinary arts and traditions with the world. This agreement will further enhance our long-standing legacy of coffee growing, bringing attention to our distinctive product. Promoting the national coffee industry along with its entire value chain, from bean to cup, is Saudi Coffee Company's vision. It will be critical in the development of sustainable coffee production in the southern Jazan region which is home to the world-renowned Coffee Arabica. Starbucks Q3 results beat estimates, but it's not the cappuccinos. Analysis Starbucks is performing well in key markets, with the exception of China, where the world's largest coffee chain is having to rethink its strategy due to poor results. But as anyone who follows TikTok's army of Starbucks influencers can attest, 
It's not the cappuccinos or the flat whites that attract customers, it's the cold drinks. In the global heat wave, that's never been truer, and interim chief executive Howard Schultz says the company has withstood the pricing pressures that have hit other restaurant chains such as McDonald's. Schultz believes that the more affluent customers are less affected by the cost-of-living crisis that many countries are facing as they deal with inflation-related price increases. While McDonald's customers sometimes have to make tough choices about where to spend their limited budgets, Starbucks customers generally have more disposable income and, Schultz says, loyalty to the brand. The shares rose about 1% in trading as the results beat analysts' expectations. The market expected $0.75 earnings per share. Starbucks delivered $0.84 adjusted. The market expected revenue of $8.11 billion. Starbucks delivered revenue, $8.15 billion. Other key numbers. Consolidated net revenues up 9% to a quarterly record $8.2 billion. Q3 comparable store sales up 3% globally, up 9% in the US and up double digits internationally, ex-China. Q3 GAAP EPS 79 cents, non-GAAP EPS of 84 cents, driven by US performance and global demand outside of China. Active Starbucks rewards membership up 13% in the US in Q3 to 27.4 million members. China, however, is a major concern for the company. I know from talking to my Chinese friends that they say Starbucks is not cool anymore. There are other cheap coffee brands, but the increasing appreciation of speciality coffee has led to the emergence of small trendy coffee, shops offering high-quality speciality coffee. Uganda Government Tender raises questions over UVCC award. On July 14, the Uganda Coffee Development Authority, UCDA, posted a tender for advisory transaction services for a soluble coffee processing plant in the papers. Robert Kobushenga tweeted, here is how the Vinci coffee deal is coming back. Uganda Coffee Development Authority will pretend to set up a processing facility, then hand it over to Vinci. Deal done. It will end the same way as previous false promises like sugar, fruit, hides, AGOA, textile, fertilizer factories. A number of key government officials, including President Yoweri Museveni, have endorsed a contract between the Ugandan government, signed by Finance Minister Mattia Kosaija, and the Uganda Vinci Coffee Company, UVCC, chaired by Italian businesswoman Enrica Pinetti. The ministers have maintained that the deal is legally binding, as it meets all the criteria of the country's Investment Code Act. In cross-referencing this act in an earlier article, we noted that the government is very flexible in determining whether the requirements are met. However, this law states that there must be a business plan or feasibility study. We pointed out in the same article that it would be relatively easy to publish the study in full transparency so that its arguments for UVCC could be supported by empirical evidence. That did not happen, instead, the government now says it will tender for a consultant to do a feasibility study. The contradiction is obvious. But as the Independent reports, the Turkish corporation Bela also wants to throw its hat into the ring. Following a meeting with President Musovini, the company expressed interest in a number of deals in the country, including a coffee processing plant. 
President Museveni has also ordered that the company be given 15 hectares of land to build a hospital in Entebbe. This is déjà vu with Pinetti, whose company was also supposed to build a hospital in Lubowa in 2019. Three years later, the foundation has still not been laid. Robert Kobushenga, with Twitter handle at Gaboshenga, is a coffee farmer and writes regularly for The Independent. Kobushenga wrote an article on July 29 with 12 excellent points that every observer of the Ugandan coffee industry should read. If the Ugandan government is serious about its desire to develop the industry, it would be a good start to address the issues and questions raised in Kobushenga's article. The full tender document can be found on the organization's website at www.ugondacoffee.go.ug/tenders. <laughs>